Hi, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. Delighted to be talking with comics creator, writer, Jordan Morris, and should I say podcaster as well? Say what? Say whatever. Um, sculptor. Yes, uh, absolutely. Massage therapist. Yes. Yeah. Ab absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Civil War reenactor. Say whatever. I'm pers fine. Person Just... of many talents and interests. There you go. <laughs> uh, Jordan Morris. Thank you for jumping in. Thank you for Thanks. joining. Yeah. Good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know that we are going to primarily talk about one of your books that's coming up, which is Youth Group. But I yes. uh, also really enjoy your work in Bubble, of course. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. As well as some of the, the Archieverse. I don't know if that's a word, Archieverse. Um, so we'll touch there's on a, a few. There's a verse for everything these days. If there's a, if there's a fictional world out there, it's got a verse. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Verse, the verses have never been hotter. That's right. <laughs> and, they, and they're overlapping. It's just yeah. It's good times to the, be a verse. The 60 minutes of verse, the Sheldon of verse, <laughs> all, right. all kinds of verses out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so curious about your path to comics and um, what inspires you to work in this world of comics? Because as you mentioned, you are a massage therapist, uh, <laughs> licensed skydiver, all of these things. These are, my, um, these, these are my passions. The comics just pay the bills. But... That's right. That's right. <laughs> Curious about that link for you. Sure. Uh, yeah. So I was a comics kid growing up. I, uh, you know, it was the nineties. So I read a lot of, a lot of Spider-Man, a lot of X-Men, mm -hmm. um, a lot of Mad Magazine, uh, Archie's and, yeah, so it was just kind of part of my pop culture diet growing up, and I always, I always uh, enjoyed them, but never really thought of them as something that like I could do. It always seemed like just like something a wizard did, and right, they, right. they appeared in the store, and uh, who knows, who knows by 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 what by what by what magic they were created. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I had always kind of loved comics. I I feel like I took a little break for that from them, like in high school ish, when it kind of felt like. They weren't cool and right, I wanted to have right. cooler interests like drama club. Um, <laughs> but yeah, kind of found my way back in late high school through like Watchmen and Ghost World and Dark Knight Returns and some of those kind of like four, four, four more mature palettes comics. Um, yeah. yeah. And then kind of like uh, re got into superhero stuff in uh in college and yeah just kind of kept 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 on reading them they're still just kind of part of my pop culture diet and i love them um yeah so i i've only been kind of sort of recently working uh in comics i mm -hmm. um was a tv writer and always had kind of like ideas for comics and dreams for comics i would like to make um but yeah it it, it like like a lot of other entertainment industry uh, worlds versus, if you will, it, it's a, you know, it's a pretty closed ecosystem. Uh, it's mm -hmm. something that a lot of people want to do. So like, it's just kind of hard to get into it. It's kind of hard to meet the right people and to, um, yeah, be on the right radars. So I had, you know, I think in my late twenties, uh, a friend and I came up with some comic book pitches and someone sent them around for us. And, uh, it was just met with, uh, uh, the most the most horrible deafening silence you've ever heard. Uh, mm. People could not have cared less. Um, so I, that was a little discouraging. That like first try was a little bit discouraging. And then um, 
you know, Bubble that you mentioned, the mm-hmm. uh, uh, sci-fi a comedy graphic novel, still available, two-time Eisner nominated, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. writing by me and Sarah Morgan, art by the great Tony Cliff. Uh, that book started out as a podcast, as a scripted podcast over there on Maximum Fun. And uh, yeah, then the uh, the great editor Callista Brill over at First Second got in touch and said, I think this would make a great comic. I was so excited. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never said yes to anything faster. And uh, yeah, doing that book was kind of like my first comics project. And yeah, that kind of led to uh, youth group and some of the Archie books and uh-huh, and uh-huh. all the other stuff I've been up to. So yeah, that was the first uh, the, my first comics thing, and I'm really proud of it. And yeah, yeah, just really like excited that it kind of you know was that first was that first push I needed to open the door. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, and a, a very stylish book. I love the way that it came together. And this um, podcast has no sponsors, but uh, I'm just gonna plug first second here because yeah. basically anything they publish, I I want to check out. I was such yeah. a huge fan of theirs just before you know we were working together. I read a ton of first second books, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, not only do they like pick interesting stories and cool creators, like the books are all really beautiful. They like the you know the binding is very nice and oh yes yeah and yeah and they always work with work with really cool uh really cool artists so like it does seem like there's a they all look very different aesthetically but it seems like being being very beautiful striking books is is something uh is is something that kind of unifies all the first second books and yeah i think bubble bubble included i didn't do any of the art so i can't take credit for it but uh yeah tony cliff is such a uh, such a such a gosh darn genius and mm-hmm, uh yeah mm-hmm. i i um i was such a fan of his delilah dirk series speaking yeah. of great first second books so yeah the the um the fact that we got to work together on that is like still something that i'm thrilled about when i think of so yeah uh curious about you you talked about writing in television um writing a podcast writing comics uh there there's been comedy along the way in uh many spaces and in many ways and so i'm curious about on the one hand influences inspirations but also what it's like to work across media that way and and to write for a variety of spaces Uh, yeah as far as uh inspirations go um yeah, as far as comic uh, in in the world of comics, like uh, I mentioned, Big X Men Kid, Big Spider Man uh-huh, Kid, uh-huh. and it was the '90s. So you're, uh, you're Jim Lee's, your Cl- Chris Claremont's, etc. All the et all the muscle bound people, and yeah, all yes. of that. <laughs> <laughs> all the impossibly shaped muscular people. Yes. Um, but also like Keith Keith Geffen and J M Dematius, like who did those yeah. really funny. Um, JLI comics in the late 80s. Um, I love those books and they are still very funny to this day. Like they're not only great superhero stories, but also just great jokes. They're a little bit self-aware, really ahead of their time. Like those those JLI books uh, from the 80s are just like miracles of tone, I think. I, I loved them as a kid and like revisited them as an adult. I'm like, oh, these are still great. And And yeah, and those those really did such a great job of like, you know, being a superhero story where the superhero stuff was taken very seriously, but it was also Mm -hmm. funny. There were great characters, you know, (laughs) booster and beetle fire and ice, like Uh these kind of, uh, you know, deep, deeper bench characters that were really funny guy Gardner. Um, Uh 
And so, yeah, it was it, it was it was just fun to see as a as a kid who liked comedy and comics that there was something that could kind of do do both of those. Um, and yeah, and I was a big Mad Magazine kid. And yeah. and the, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, that really like shaped my sensibility and, you know, was an example of like comics as comedy. And yeah, yeah, I, I, I just loved those old those old Mads and just cracked myself up, you know, reading them under my yeah. under my blanket at night when I was supposed to be sleeping. So, yeah, those um, all that stuff um, was very important to me early on. And yeah, as far as other media goes, I was a big Simpsons kid. I was a big Mystery mm-hmm. Science Theater 3000 kid. Um, and yeah, and I think, um, you know, all that stuff kind of like made me into a comedy nerd that that eventually made me want to work in comedy. So uh, so yeah, so those were those were kind of the things growing up that I um, that I was all about. Um and yeah, just kind of like in, in but more recently, um, like, mm-hmm. you know, I again, I'm only kind of new to comics. So like when I was thinking about the kind of comics writer I would like to be or some, you know, um, some folks working in the the space that I really admire, like Mark Wade is so great. Um, I, I read his kind of 2015 Archie comics before I started writing mine and they were just really inspiring. They're so funny. Um, but like, don't feel old fashioned. They don't feel corny. They feel very like current, but also very archy. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. In the first volume of those books, he um, he has like an essay about about how they kind of got started, and um, you know mentions in there that when he was having his first meetings with them about kind of rebooting Archie and about kind of starting the universe over again, like a big thing that he he said was part of his pitch is there's nothing wrong with Archie. Like mm-hmm, you, this thing has endured, like, <laughs> you know, you maybe wouldn't do the exact same jokes that you would have done in 1960, but it's there for a reason. The cores of these characters are still really terrific. And yeah. And I, I, I try and I try and, have that as a mantra when I'm working on someone else's thing. Um, it's been a very useful like thing to have in my head while I'm working on somebody else's thing, which is mostly what I do. Like I, uh, you know, uh, bubble is, was a group effort, but kind of my, you know, the seed of the idea was mine and youth group. Again, I'm working on that with a great artist named Bowen McGurdy. And that is something that we're, you know, doing together, but it was kind of my pitch. Uh, but most of the stuff I work on, I'm, you know, just kind of a a, a mercenary writer there to help. Yeah. And I think when you're working on someone else's thing, it really, it really helps to think to yourself, there's nothing wrong with Archie. Like mm-hmm. there is mm-hmm. something, this is around and they're hiring me because someone likes this. This is someone's, you know, like this, 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 this thing is around because something about it works. So I I think sometimes when you're, you know, hired to write on a show or hired to write on a book, I think some people like think about how they can change it or how they can flip it or how they can reinvent it. And I, yeah, I I think that's kind of not a great impulse to go into something with. I I think, Mm -hmm. I think even if it's not exactly your taste and I've worked on some stuff over the years, which is like, this isn't exactly my thing, but I, need to have a job. So, 
Right, um, right. So yeah, it kind of helps <laughs> to start those creative projects by thinking about like, what do people like about this? What's good? I mean, you want to put your stamp on it and and obviously changes have to be made, but like, yeah, you, you want to like think about the core of the thing and why has it stuck around and why do people like it and do, do, do your best to enhance those features. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh, yeah. And, and yeah. And as far as like working on a, on a, across media on comics and podcasts and TV shows, um, yeah, I'm, you know, it's kind of just a, this is the modern entertainment industry, right? right <laughs> it's right. very, you know, the, I think back in the day, you, you, you moved out to LA, you, you've got a writer's job, a writer's assistant job on the Simpsons. They bumped you up to writer and you were there until you were 60. Right. Um, right. <laughs> that is no longer how the entertainment industry works. Maybe little parts of it, but like essentially if you want to be creative for a living, you just have to do a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, and I, I think, you know, when you're doing your pivoting as a creative person, just like, you know, don't, don't get too set in your ways. Mm-hmm. Know that, each medium and each you know each boss does things differently and and it's an excuse to learn like you have to kind of learn like for instance you know when i was doing started doing the archie comics like they have a way they like their comics scripted i had never done it before like they have a they have a format they wanted in that i hadn't done before so you know i guess i could have said here's my script the way i do it peace Uh out (laughs) but (laughs) Uh, that uh, will lead to me never working with them again. So, right, yeah, right. as opposed, you know, when when you, as a creative person, when you go into something new, like, I guess it's really helpful to think about it as, okay, I have this essential set of skills or I have these essential talents that I bring to something, but I'm going to have to learn some new formal stuff. I'm going to have to learn new scripting. I'm going to have to learn new timelines. I'm going to have to, like you know, work with these people in the way that they work. Um, So, yeah, I think that, like, comedy and writing and storytelling, like, you know, if you're good at those things, I think they transfer to a lot of different mediums. But you have to be open to the fact that, like, these people might work differently than you're used to. Yeah, yeah, solid advice. I love that. And uh, you mentioned youth group. I'm curious about the inspiration for the story. Um, curious about, uh, I know the the tone from what I've seen is satire. Yeah, some nice, I'll, I'll, some nice I'll humor. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, I, I I think so. I think that is uh, that's fair to say. Uh, I'll do the quick elevator pitch for Youth Group yes. if you don't mind. It is Absolutely. a it is a YA horror comedy uh, for me and Bo and McGurdy. It is about a bunch of goofy teenage exorcists. Um, Our main character is a kid who gets forced to go to uh, the world's dorkiest Bible study and finds that they uh, are secretly doing exorcisms uh, (laughs) after Bible study and just kind of gets swept up on this demon fighting adventure. Um, Yeah, I I, I, so the the, kind of the germ of the idea. And again, this is uh, me and Bowen McGurdy's book, but, um, you know, it was my pitch. but the germ of the idea was just that, like, I I grew up in one of these youth groups. I was a youth group kid. <laughs> and, you know, it was this experience where, so the adults are going to the 
big stuffy church, but the kids, they're going to this cool multi-purpose room where, uh, you know, cool <laughs> right. youth pastor with tattoo sleeves sits backwards on a chair and <laughs> talks about a cool guy named JC who right, right. knew a thing or two about what modern teens are going through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was just this <laughs> funny little world that I I don't think I had ever seen depicted well in media. Yeah. Um, it was maybe either too kind of punchline-y or it didn't feel like the person writing about it had actually done it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I it was just this little world. And I'm like, why does nobody write about this? It's so weird. It's so funny. It's so like, yeah, there's so much opportunity for stuff for you know, not only satire, but just like teen drama. And it, it, I don't know, it just seemed like a rich, a rich vein. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, around the time I started writing it, I remember seeing a just, you know, random news blurb about the fact that in America, exorcisms are on the rise. Like people are doing exorcisms now more than ever. In wow. The, I had no the, idea. In the 2020s. <laughs> and yeah, I remember seeing this video of just like these suburban ass looking kids on the patio of a Starbucks doing an exorcism on their friend. And they were just speaking in tongues and the kid was going crazy. And like, obviously there's something like actually dark going on there. Like perhaps this is someone who needs mental, mental yeah. health <laughs> professionals and not <laughs> Latin chanting. But it kind of like gave me the idea of like, oh, you know, maybe this is a way to write about this youth group experience. What if like these dorks actually had to do exorcisms and it, you know, was part of some larger, (laughs) you know, demonic plot. And yeah, that was kind of the germ of the idea. And I kind of just filled out the world with, um, you know, characters that I knew when I was a youth group kid and, um, yeah, started kind of putting together the story from there. And then, um, you know, I had kind of worked it out as a pitch and then uh, Bowen came on and uh, we started writing the script and uh, and it is coming out uh, next year in July, July 16th, mm-hmm. uh, available mm-hmm. for pre-order now. Get yourself to that to your local indie bookstore, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, wherever you buy a book. Youth group, pre-order it, please. Absolutely. Um, Wait, did you have? Links, did I answer your question? Links in the description. Oh yes, there you yeah. go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> I realize I can get into like elevator pitch mode, and I'm like, wait, did they ask a question? <laughs> no, no, you were good. I, I was Great. just asking okay. how it came to be, and that was perfect. And uh, once upon a time, I thought about being a youth pastor, and oh, yeah, if sure. only I'd had those like tattoo sleeves that you were talking about. Yeah, you got to get the intense, uh, you know. Um, old English Bible verse tattoos, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. like cross on your back. It's uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a look. The cool youth pastor. It is a, it is a look. I, I could have totally rocked it if I just had those sleeves. Man, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you mentioned the the book is coming, and so that sort of answers the question of what is next for you creatively. But I imagine that other things are churning. Yes. Uh, other things. Yeah, are on the way. I, I have some kind of like unannounced things that I'm working on that uh, should be very cool. I think if you, you know, keep an eye on, on social media, you will see those things when they are announced. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, youth group is coming out next year and I hope, I hope to be, uh, you know, at at conventions and various uh, comics events, uh, promoting it and signing books and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, excited for next year, excited for folks to get their hands on youth group and uh, yeah, more more fun stuff in the pipe, hopefully. But I'll uh, I'll like be 
be uh, yelling about that on social media when when the time is right. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing it out in the world. And as I said, I appreciate what First Second publishes, and appreciate you your work. Oh, um, thank you. You mentioned social media. Is there a social media space go to or uh, do you go from place to place on social media? <laughs> yeah, social media. It's a mess these days. <laughs> it's yeah. it's its own multiverse. It really yeah, is. There you go. Yes, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. exactly. A, a, a crumbling multiverse where <laughs> realities are crashing into each other and realities are being wiped out. Uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Jordan David Morris on there. Um, and, uh, you know, whatever's left of Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be on those things and uh, posting about... Uh, 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 youth group stuff, uh, youth group events, comic cons, things of that nature, and uh, any new projects that might come up. Cool, cool. Well, I hope folks out there will will pre-order the book. I was going to ask if you wanted me to post-date this, but I will go ahead and share it out into the stream. Oh, yeah, please, um, please. So I the, know the pre-orders are out. Thank you. Thank you. No, I would appreciate that. Yeah, that's definitely something that's uh, that I'm that I'm that I'm learning about as as a as someone who makes books, like how important those pre-orders are. That's what um, I've heard. Yeah. So yeah, I would love I would love it if the book if the book sounds cool or interesting uh, to anyone listening. Uh, yeah, smash that smash that pre-order button on your uh, on your nearest book buying website. Uh, we'd appreciate it. It's great for the book, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, make sure you you get it asap. Um, things sell out sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, this is true. This is true. Well, Jordan, I promised you a brief talk, and I appreciate your time. Appreciate the chat. Uh, anything that we missed that you want to make uh, sure to share before we? No, close? that was that was that was thorough. Um, yeah, we try, was, we try. No, love it. Uh, yeah, both <laughs> and and Bubble is still available. I guess I should say. Uh, oh yes, it is also out there from First Second. It's so uh, worth available. It. At your local book place, uh, for uh, for grownups, not for kids. Youth group is a YA book. Uh, Bubble has uh, some gore and some spicy language in it. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know something something for every reader. That's right. That's right. And check out some Except little kids Nothing chilling adventures too. <laughs> some oh, yeah, chilling sure. adventures. Uh, you've got some some pretty scary books in that arena as well. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, God. Speaking of pre-orders, actually, those those chilling adventure issues I did uh, with Archie Comics are all sold out. Um, I hope wow. they I hope they collect them at some point. I think they are going to. Uh, no promises, but uh, yeah, I wrote some. I wrote a story for um, uh, Pop's Chocolate Shop of Horrors and Camp Pickens, mm-hmm. two of the uh, spooky Archie anthologies. And yeah, and I think I think you know you might be able to find one. Uh, if you if you dig around at your local comic book shop, but uh, they are they are uh, for all intents and purposes sold out. So, um, yeah, hopefully they they collect them. And if not, this is a a lesson in pre ordering. So that's right. Uh, all the more reason to pre order Youth Group, guys. If it's sold out, you you can't get it. What a, what a tragedy! I'd hate to be you. That's right. That's right. We're we're putting the word pre order like in between Thank like you. the the like Fight <laughs> yes. Club lip. Uh, it's right there. Pre order. Pre order. Love that subliminal, <laughs> superliminal, <laughs> right. whatever, whatever, uh, yeah, whatever wavelength you can get out the message on, I would appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you again, Jordan, and glad to have you back anytime to talk about yeah, all thank the you things. So much. Yeah.